I begin? Where do I start? Sometimes I wake up and I wake in the past. I play with notes like I play piano. I play with notes like I play guitar. I hit a shot, even guitar. Told me only person judging is a law. Watching this appear into the dark. I'm like it's bored, steering a car. Ay. Times are hard. Ay. That might want me a car. EA. Trying to find my heart. Trying to get out of me, what I hardly say. Times are hard, ayy, that might want me a car, EA Easy tryna find my heart, tryna get out of me what I hardly say Pray for my wealth, family pray for my health And if I could then I would but I can't, I'm stuck in my ways Tryna excel, I don't wanna but I end up back in the where I gotta hit cells Channel my thoughts if I want a Porsche, I'm doing it well What I get this and that, a DJ spin it, scratch it, don't dismiss these facts Just like Paco, eyes on me, gotta watch what I'm talking, it's physics chat Tryna find peace, you watch my peace, don't get it twisted, of course it isn't that Ignoring my intuition, every time that I step into kitchens Bro keeps telling me I'm moving different, but I refuse to listen But I refuse to listen, but I refuse to listen Don't play with me I've been waiting patiently. Even I don't think they can see. Worry, I made the most of what I can. Nowadays, fam, you've gotta know what's the plan. All this life that would teach you most of what I can. Nowadays, fam, you've gotta know what's the plan. All this life that would teach you. Okay, teach you. Okay, teach you. Life that would teach you. Okay, teach you. Teach you life that will teach you. Okay. Yeah. That was just a little something, you know. Something just to keep you lot engaged, man. Keep myself engaged, you know. Gotta start to lead, man. And only by example. This is the seventh episode in a series of podcasts by Bolo Brook Youth Centre for Siraz Radio, where we will set subjects each month based on youth identity. We will then ask the young people who attend the youth club to voice their opinions and past experiences on the topics. This month's episode is Our Future. Oh, I've got things, other things to worry about. What's going to kill me first? Not having food to eat or the planet blowing up on itself. Yeah, we've talked about corona, we talk about like racism, LGBTQ, all of those. For some reason, it's like, I don't know why we don't bring it up, but maybe more of like we don't see it as important than it is until like we really talk about it and go in depth with it, I guess. I don't think that, I can't really say that we don't care, but I feel like in a way it's kind of like, the issue isn't really discussed until it's brought up. Does that make sense? Like it doesn't, it's not the first thing that comes to mind if that makes sense. It's not seen as important, I guess. Let's just say I'm walking down the street or something and I have like rubbish in my bag or something like that, or I see one of my friends litter. I think my mind straight goes to like, you know, how the world is kind of like slowly dying, how we're killing animals and stuff. Like like my mind kind of goes to it when it's kind of brought up or if there's an example. I don't genuinely think about it on a day-to-day basis, which might be the problem. For me personally, I was just taught about it 
in school, primary school, about yeah, global warming, this and that. It's not good. Um, this is what causes it. This is the effects it has. Then it just stopped there. I don't really hear about it outside of school, after school. Like you get, this is probably the first time I'm actually speaking to somebody about global warming since I've left school. Like the people I'm around, not even I'm not even just talking about like imagine like people my age and that like, people I chill with, but even like older people, like grown adults, like legit people. Yeah, I don't really have this conversation with a lot of them kind of people. I personally think it's one of those things where it's like it's bigger than we than we make it seem. It's a very very big issue that could cause the world to end, but nobody's talking about it enough as a whole. Environment is something that I probably, I don't think I've ever spoken about, like about like the conversations we're having now. Maybe because it, it's it's like um, it's an is what it is type of thing. Like um, you can't really like we can discuss about it like as much as we want, but we can't really that conversation will make a difference or like yeah, it's not like we can just remove a whole block of flats and just have a football pitch there. It's a thing of your kids or your kids' kids. Climate change is never a thing for, for, for today. It's always for the next generation. And because people live this life where they only care about themselves, until we start seeing rain, snow in summertime, no one's really going to care. A lot of people don't care because a lot of people just litter. They don't really care. They all think someone will come and clean it up and stuff like that. I can't lie, global warming and that, I don't really, like, think about it. I don't really care, to be honest. Obviously, I, I do, one thing I say is I do understand it is an important aspect in our lives and not even just our lives, but in the future, like, not maybe not our generation so much, but future generations to come, it will have an, a, a very big effect on them. But if I'm honest with you, yeah, I, I don't really care about it. I don't, it's not something I think about a lot. It's one of those things where people think it's important, but they're not bothered enough to do something about it. Like, it ranks below, it ranks lower on their list of like importance compared to other stuff, like racist issues or whatever. So the thing where like, stuff like reducing greenhouse, um, greenhouse gas emissions or whatever, and carbon emissions, like they all think it's bad, but they're not pressed enough to actually, like, do something about it. The way the world is changing, it's changing so quickly that, like, it, it's not going to be sustainable, you know? Like, the way we burn stuff and, like, make stuff, like, it won't be sustainable. And literally, you can feel it yourself. Like, I think it was two years ago, three years ago, it was, like, January, but we had, like, pure heat in we're having a lot of heat and it was like oh like you can actually feel that this is because of that like everyone's happy and then we're like oh this is because of global warming like it's actually becoming so much hotter even in like january so i think yeah it's definitely important because i mean if you want to see grandkids um then you need to look after the planet you know I personally think that it's not a touchy subject, but it's something that we're ignoring and putting off that needs to kind of be spoken about way more because it's actually affecting the world as we speak and including that as humans, we're kind of contributing to it as well. Yes, I do care about the environment. You know, I try my best to recycle as much as possible, um, not litter. 
no, not waste water, you know, things like that, even electricity. Leave, make sure you leave your house with all the lights turned off. But what I do care about, um, so you see, not where I get my clothes from or what type of car I drive, but, you know, I make sure that, let's say I'm buying fruits, for example, it's fair trade. Yeah, that's, that's something I care about. I mean, we should care about the environment, but, I mean, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I care, but not really for me, because like I said, it's not really gonna affect me that much. By the time I'm seeing the effects, I'm gonna be in a nursing home. It just shows you that like, people don't actually realise that climate change is not only... And I think, again, I, I dare kind of media to blame for this, but it's just like when people think climate change, they mostly just think, oh, ice caps melting, sea levels rising, blah, blah, but they don't also realise that like little things like weather, snowstorms, hurricanes, these things are like all from, like increase in them is from an increase in global warming and that. I don't really want to like have kids and that because I don't want to leave them to a world where I contributed in messing up. They don't deserve to, they don't deserve to reap the repercussions of what I've done, what I've contributed and helped doing. Well, there's a lack of greenery. Like, nowadays, everything's just buildings, 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 you know, trying to make London a great city. I feel like there's not, not a lot of greenery, you know? Um, that affects people, because, for example, let's say you're just walking around, like, just seeing loads and loads of buildings is pretty depressing. Like, sometimes it's good to just literally be around like natural elements, like some grass and trees, plants, all that stuff, like all the basic stuff that should just be, you know, yeah. It's in the middle, like I'm happy that they're building new houses and I'm happy that they're changing the place. It's just like, it feels like I'm like trapped in some, some like place that I don't even know. It doesn't feel like self-acting like that. Most working class people are too, you know, like prioritizing to concentrating on like making money and paying bills and everything else besides that, because it's more of like trying to make a living and get by than thinking about global warming or some rubbish, like, you know, rubbish on the street. Nobody's really, especially working class, I don't think most of them are really thinking about saving the world, more trying to, you know, just get by. If I see myself responsible for the whole planet, then everything I do is my responsibility then I'm, I'm at fault for everything else that happens on the planet, no? Well, I didn't pick up a piece of litter, so <laughs> I'm the reason why the world is going to implode on itself. I can't think like that, because if I do, then things will just eat away at me. Part of it comes from, like, how, where is it easiest to shift the blame onto individual owners? So, like, part of the reason why the conversation about climate change and the solutions towards it have been so focused on individuals, it's a way of also putting responsibility. It's easy to say, you know, this is to show us pictures of fishes swimming with Coke can attaches and plastic at them because that ignites which is important people should recycle but like it, that ignites you know a very personal responsibility and also puts the onus on us to say this is the cause of this action and if you do this then you will change it when in the reality is you can't do the same when you talk about Heathrow expansion and about pollution and about those types of uh 
harms and, and that are coming because okay while well, you can say individuals should travel less and have that individual to you know use more eco-friendly modes of transport the reality is that unless we BA stops expanding and you know the British government stop signing off for new terminals and these and that pollution isn't going to end but that's that that conversation can't be put back onto individual onus and that connection to the community because at the end of the day those big problems require big solutions that need corporations and governments to work to no longer be producing mass damage to the earth. Why don't we start with the rich people? Because it seems like as if climate change is for the middle and lower class because when we look at the rich people that own six, five different boats, private planes and jets, and when they fly from country to country, all that fuel is burning unnecessarily. Nobody wants to cut that out. So if we really want to start with this global warming, we should start at the top with the rich people. And I also feel like this is just control from the government and there is no tomorrow if we keep going the way we're going with this climate change. I am hopeful for change. Change could happen. Whether change actually happens, I don't think it will happen because, in my opinion, it doesn't benefit the, the upper class. I feel like... Change only happens when it benefits the upper class. It's the few controlling the many so that they can benefit from it. And it's very successful. Like, without getting all political or whatever, like, regardless of who you support, at the end of the day, you're following an ideology. And realistically, realistically, yeah, if you even look at government or, like, just look at countries, it actually does not, and you know, I can, I can probably speak for Nigeria in this year. It does not matter who's in power. Things do not change. Like even look at America, things do not change realistically. It changes for like they might bring in one or two laws that affect a minority of people, but on the whole, things do not change. And it's the few, and it's the few um, controlling the many. And again, without meaning to sound all political, or whatever, like. This is all due to capitalism, like, because capitalism, you can actually never stop. Like, you don't stop till you're top of the market. And when you're top of the market, you have to keep going. You can't get complacent and stop. So when we talk about, obviously, you know, the, the earth and global warming, it, it has no borders, but policy action and who governments and states protect do. And the way that um, climate change will affect everyone is not going to be, you know, uh, an equilibrium process. The government does, the society does discriminate. So when we're talking about engagement from uh, black and brown people um, and working class people to do with the environment, um, it's one that is definitely needed because they're the people who are going to be hit the worst. Things will always hit tenfold in poorer, in ethnic minority communities. People say the government should take more responsibility towards um, preserving the planet, but then governments turn around and be like, no, it's the people's faults for like owning cars, whatever, blah, blah. So I think when we can really answer that question, or even rephrase it, because I think 
when you say whose fault is it, you know, like, someone could be completely in the wrong, but you know some people just telling them something is their fault, they instantly become defensive. So just more like, we should answer, we should answer like, how can we work together to achieve this? Because people versus their government ends up nowhere, you know? What am I gonna make the society change? How am I gonna make society change? Do you think they would listen to me? Someone from Southampton? No way they would listen to me, bro. Because even if right now I do say, guys, we should take care of the environment and we should, you know, keep the society more clean and stuff like that. Okay, that's everyone's response, okay. But nothing's gonna change. I think it's more of the younger generation that are becoming more open-minded because we're kind of growing up around change we're not really like it hasn't been like you know we've evolved and then change has just come compared to like the older generation we're growing up around change so i think it's easier for us to adapt to it and like talk about stuff like that and like i was just debating with about it like yesterday and stuff and it's like it's a thing that you genuinely have conversations about with people see me the kind of mindset i have there's always going to be problems in it there's problems for us growing up problems for our parents growing up Obviously, as generations go on, times change, so there's going to be different, different. It's going to be different environment, different problems you get. Obviously, yeah, of course, I'm, I'm worried in it, but it's not something I worry about too much because there's always going to be something going on in it. The way I, that's the way I look at it. You kind of just got to deal with what's going on at the time, and you get me. You can overcome anything in it, but if I'm here, like, oh yeah, I'm so worried, I'm terrified, da 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 da, like, you get, like, what's, what's gonna come from that? You get what I'm saying? I feel like we're getting a bit, I feel like we're getting heard a bit. I feel like a little bit we're getting heard, you know? It's better than how it was before, because now everyone's standing up for their rights, do you get it? And I feel like people are listening, like we're getting heard now. Like before it was bad, like, like everyone was just being racist upon racist upon racist, but now I feel like the more protest there is and how the government is seeing it and how it's all over the news and how media, it's all everywhere media. Media's an important thing right now. So people are taking it seriously and I feel like we're getting hurt. There's a lot of people who have been in localised ways in, in, and in international solidarity has been petitioning for more inclusive environmental policy, whether that's uh, those in Standing Rock uh, who are fighting against pipelines, those in Flint who have been petitioning against their water supplies, uh, those in Sri Lanka who have been concerned about rising sea levels and the decimation of towns. Those, you know, community struggles are being linked together to the, the wider issue of climate change, but also of environmental racism and of uh, neo-imperialism. The COP agenda, which is happening in, in Scotland soon, are taking, will do nothing, will nothing to, to really mitigate the huge disaster we have on our hands. And I don't think that huge disaster can ever be mitigated through a neoliberal modality. You know, there's no way of fixing it through corporations through the the same agents who have caused the the destruction so i think the what we can do is empower those those grassroots activists who who know their land know their communities and their environments and are really the only hope we have to to getting anywhere out of this in a way i feel like let's just say like for example the blm protest it is a step in the right direction as we're going but at the same time it's kind of like 
the BLM protests, you know, stepping in the right direction and then stuff like the riots and then, you know, it was said that, you know, white people going around vandalising and doing stuff to make it seem like we were violently protesting and just making us, like, take ten steps back and it's kind of like we're just going back and forth. So sometimes I'll think and I'll be like, you know, the world is changing for the better and then other days it's kind of like we'll just keep going back to square one. So it's kind of like, kind of still, I guess. Nah, it's still there. In between the lines, like, it's still there. Like, it's not going to change now, but people have seen the impact on Black Lives Matter is done, so they've opened their eyes, but it's, there's still more work to be done. Like, literally right now, we actually do live in a more liberal world than, like, even 10, 10 15 years ago, you know? Especially stuff like racism, and like homophobia or whatever, like it has become a lot more mainstream and like like it's become a lot more criticized mainstream, you know, like if you're homophobic or whatever. So it does show you that we're moving towards a more liberal society, but do I think like I said, do I think we'll ever become like hundred percent equal? I don't think so. Acceptance. Acceptance for all. LGBTQ, black, white, you know, whatever type of person you want to be, or skin colour, race, ethnicity, everything's accepted and not judged. I think that's like the perfect world for me. No matter what you are, what you do, what you look like, everything is accepted. There's no alternative, you know, um, other than fighting the good fight. Like, if if anyone is, is truly concerned about social justice, then yeah, there's not really, there's no plan B. So yeah, there's not really an option but to persevere. But at the same time, I understand what you're saying in terms of like polarization and divide is, seems like it's at a peak in 2020. And that's, I guess, the, the pros and cons of, of social media and, and the whole, you know, internet and new medias that while we're able to use those tools to mobilize and create these huge movements like we saw over summer due to that instant connection that activists and militants can have across the world but at the same time those same means are being used to create counter-protests and, and racist insurgencies like we saw in America. I feel like a lot of these people in this world feel like they're by themselves and I feel like that's control from the government because what we don't realise is if we come together, then we could actually do something. But it's about the way we come together because otherwise it's just going to be like this forever. I don't... I want it to change. I doubt it will, though. I feel like it's more down to, like, the type of crowd we're trying to... or, like, you're trying to speak out to and trying to change. Like, there's some people out there, you know, that are every day, you know, protesting and fighting for the rights of the, like, you know, climate change, global warming. But I feel like none of this stuff, like you said, none of this stuff matters if we aren't taking care of our planet. None of it matters because it all stems from how are we going to stop racism if we have no planet or if we're completely not taking care of it? It's not going to make a difference. It's not going to matter if we don't start taking action and all caring, I guess. I feel as if, like I said, it's like no matter what we try and do to change the world when it comes to like political issues or regular things day to day, it's not going to matter if we don't take care of our planet. So like, for example, it does, as a like, obviously Liberian, it does affect a lot of people all around the world. 
and for example like let's just say especially climate change some people may not be able to grow crops and sell their food or habitats are destroyed or you know even people as well they might be losing their lives and I feel like we're not focusing on the bigger picture we're focusing on the little things but these little things make up the planet and if we're not taking care of our planet then none of these things matter. It's definitely a, a struggle for for young people, for millennials, Gen Z, for whatever comes next, because at the end of the day, it's uh, our future who's going to be affected by, you know, the actions of our predecessors. And I think that's why you find such high youth engagement um, in the issue of climate change, because there's that imminent threat. If we don't take action now, yeah, we're lucky if we even see tomorrow. I'll tell you right now. People always talking about today, 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 and the future. When you think about future, you think about like 10 years, you think about when you're gray, or you've got 10 kids. The future's tomorrow, mate. No, nothing's promised. Nothing's promised, and all I'm saying is, yeah, if you was to die today, would you be satisfied with the way you lived your life? Wholeheartedly, hand on heart. Would you be able to say you have lived a good life? You've atoned for everything you've done? You've right your wrongs. Nah, everything that we're doing to our planet, to each other, it's wrong. People are finding it hard to even keep up their life together because of coronavirus. So, honestly, I don't even know what's gonna happen in a year's time, let alone, let alone five years time, because of the way we're looking at right now and the way we are right now. I wish our planet was more taken care of. You know, I feel like if we, if, if our planet was more taken care of, then, you know, we'd be in a, everyone would be in a happy place to get. But I hope the future does get better because, boy, we can't live like this. Thanks for listening to our seventh podcast for Suraz Radio. Everyone featured in this podcast are young people that attend Bollybrook Youth Centre in South Acton. If you'd like to find out more about the centre and the projects that happen there, then go to youngeling.co.uk. All the music in the episode was made in the music studio at Bolo. The intro song was Where Do I Start by Strauss and to finish is I Wonder by Covelli. Thanks to Soaz for the support and giving us the platform for the podcast. We'll be back next month with a new edition. Eventually it changes you A lot of things I've seen have really changed the way I think Now I miss who I was before, it's crazy Why I'm from me, let the anger out with violence Young, we just fell in love with riding I need some peace but I don't know where I can find it 
told mum I'm fine but she knows that I'm lying When I think about it, it gives me chills Why I hate being in my fools before I sleep I'm getting flashbacks to things that I did in the street Don't wanna lose myself if you know what I mean I'm paranoid, you can feel it from my vibe Had two when I was sleeping every night There's some deep things that are creeping on my mind I'm secrets but I can't speak it to my guys The things that I've seen disturbing I'm trying to hide the pain but I don't think it's working One thing that I know for certain This dream's turned me to a whole different person I wonder, I got all these questions it's Why can't I put trust in my brother? Why don't I hold close to my loved ones? Cause I'm really speaking to the streets now If you're from the hood you're gonna feel me when I reach out I tend to think a lot when I'm alone in the tea house There's certain things that I'm not allowed to speak about Everyone expects me to be helping them I wonder when I'm gonna feel like myself again How come no one checked on me when I was down for real Never mind, I don't think they can relate to how I feel Is it cool to have a calm side? Savage that's tired of holding back his tears I got some problems with some people that I haven't cleared Let me tell you the one thing that's annoying me Why do fake talk about loyalty? The things that I've seen disturbing I'm trying to hide the pain but I don't think it's working One thing that I know for certain This dream's turned me to a whole different person I wonder, I got all these questions it's Why can't I put trust in my brother? Why don't I feel close to my loved ones? Express myself like that, man. Just hit the booth and just, you get me.